I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and, and that's, that's Grayson. Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Welcome to Autism, Building the Puzzle, One Piece at a Time. I'm Alex, your host, and with me is our co-host, Sean. Hi, babe. How you doing? Welcome. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. So this episode, we're going to be talking about social skills. Autism spectrum disorder is primarily characterized by impaired social interaction and limited social emotional skills and being socially awkward. So we just wanted to talk a little bit about autism and social skills and what you can do to kind of improve them and just how it affects an autistic child. Yeah, and this should be a pretty quick episode, uh, but we wanted to make sure we cover one of the uh, major concerns a lot of parents have. So uh, that being said, uh, social skills, like any other skill, uh, can be taught as long as you use a step-by-step process, just like you do... Uh, for any other type of skill that has multiple steps or things like that. So, um, and just like any other skill you're trying to teach, reinforcement is very important. Uh, you want to make sure you're reinforcing your child when they do things that, yes. uh, you know, are social interactions um, that you're working on with them. So, uh, there are four main areas uh, that social skills can kind of be broken down into or categories mm-hmm. um, in order to, you know, different categories get taught in different ways through different um, means. So the first one would be like conversational skills. The second one would be managing friendships. Yes. The third, uh, and I think one of the more challenging ones would be expressing emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because, uh, like I've said before, uh, us adults have problems um, understanding their emotions sometimes yes, yes. and things like that, and they have to process things sometimes to really understand and, and you know, really accept what emotions they're having at the time. So um, I can only imagine for someone that struggles with social skills to begin with. Yeah, it's you super know, hard. To... Uh, Especially learn how they, to do that effectively so especially if they can't communicate properly you know it's yeah. even more difficult um so i think it's kind of confusing they don't really know what's going on or how to tell us yeah uh but just like any of the other social skills it could be taught so mm-hmm. um don't be afraid of that no uh and the last would be conflict or conflict resolutions which is another uh challenging one because it's going to, again, involve that, like, theory of mind and thinking in, you know, an empathetic way and understanding that someone else has a different perspective than you. Right, right. So, you know, some of these, obviously, this, this is almost like a hierarchy, this list of the four areas, because mm-hmm. in order to maintain friendships, you have to have conversational skills. Right. You know what I mean? And to express emotions, you have to be able to understand how to connect with other people through friendships. You know what I mean? Yeah, so and, on and so forth. So, And, you know, children with autism, they often have the desire to interact with others, but they may not know how to engage with friends. They may be overwhelmed by the idea of new experiences. 
Um, so that's difficult. Uh, I think, you know, starting just that social interacting at home with, with the parents even is a start, you know, just, you know, I'll talk to Gray and kind of respond for him. And that kind of teaches him, okay, this is how we interact. This is what I'm supposed to say, what she's supposed to say. And I feel like that may help him a little bit. So I do that a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm trying, I can't remember what they call those. There's a certain type of video. I'm drawing a blank right now, but there's a certain type of video that they Mm -hmm. have. Videos, it's a a category. It's not one specific video. Right. Um, That kind of, like, shows them an example. Like, it's a story, basically, of a social interaction. Okay. Uh, And I know a lot of ABA therapists and stuff like that with some of the kids that are, you know, a little bit older, like... Six seventy. Right. Uh, start introducing those kind of like storylines to them. That's awesome. And it's a good way to teach them. So that's fantastic. And you know, for you at home, another thing you can do um, with your kids is role play. Yes. Yes. Um, and obviously, you know, age, this is age appropriate. You may not be able to role play very, very effectively with a three year old, but right. you know, five, six, seven, you're going to be able to do that. So right, right. a little bit. So. Um, and it just, a lot of times they don't know what to do or say, so you have to kind of coach them on that, do it yeah. over and over again. I mean, I come from a world of sales, so role-playing is really big. Yes. I mean, you don't know exactly how to communicate effectively when you're getting questions and responses thrown at you, and they can be different every time. Right. It's not the same, you know, every interaction is not the same. Right. Since you have to kind of be prepared uh to communicate effectively back. Yeah. Um, so it's the same thing with uh, role playing a relation, you know, uh, an interaction for your kids uh, with someone else. So yeah, and you know, you could always, even if it's just not you, you could even take like, you know, a doll or something like Elmo and act like he's talking. Hi, what's your name? You know, and have them try to interact with a character that they like yeah. or whatever. And so. coach them on it, and and always. Um, you know, follow up that interaction, um, whether it be a role play or you're doing an imaginary play with Elmo. Or even something or simple. Hey, give me high five. That's an interaction of them reciprocating something that you want, and you could do that. You know, shake my hand. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Shake my hand. Yeah. Things like that. And after those, like, social interactions, whether it's, a you know, an actual social interaction, a role play, imaginary play situation, yeah. make sure you're have a follow-up to that saying like oh you know what you know i'm so glad you did this you did this really well um you know i know you know what bothered you ask them questions about the interaction what they felt uncomfortable about if they can relate it well obviously yeah yeah Um, Yeah. but that's a good way to you know just build upon what they've uh what they've learned so far right uh, another thing is you want to make sure before you go out to some sort of uh, place or event that's going to have social interactions for your kids, always try to prepare them ahead of time so they know what they're walking into. Let them um, know it's coming. Yeah, so it just prepares them a little bit more. And that goes with all things, not just social things, but, you know, if you, you're going to do anything. Even at home, if you're going to, you know, cut off electronics, okay, you have five minutes, this is what's happening. Um, children on the autism spectrum love to know what is coming next. So, you know, we do that sometimes. And if, you know, if we go to put him to bed and he's, you know, 
you know, not wanting to go to bed and kind of freaking out, I'll say to him, okay, here's your iPad. You have two minutes. When those two minutes are up, we're going to go to bed. And it's a lot easier to transition. So. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> some of the <clears throat> mistakes that you come across when you're teaching social skills, whether that be a therapist or a parent, uh, one is making sure, you know, not doing a, an assessment, overall assessment beforehand. Um, you know, you need to understand in every category what the strengths are, what the limitations are, what the challenges are, um, you know, so that you can address them. Yeah. Uh, the second mistake would be starting at a level that's inappropriate for that particular child. Um, you need to go kind of step by step and build on it. You know what I mean? Don't do uh, too much and you, kind of overwhelm yeah. them. You see people teaching more complicated, trying to teach more complicated skills like manners, like please and thank you, when it's hard for them to even talk about. And this can range just from spending time with grandparents. They could interact just with grandparents, you know, um, and go to their house, interact with them. And, you know, social skills, they really do help your children make friends, learn from others. And a big one is they develop hobbies and interests. You know, and then they can start getting involved in things like that later on. But I do think, you know, ha being around a lot of people, family members, things like that, and them always communicating, and I think is a really good idea. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, the third mistake would be uh, inappropriate expectations. And, in, uh, you know, yeah. expectations without, you know, teaching them the, the skills properly yeah or enough i mean you can't just expect these kids to know exactly how to act unless you know you help teach them so right um and one of the things we're big proponents of when it comes to any skill or any activity that's challenging for your kids is just the exposure therapy you know the exposure therapy slowly um getting them exposed to different things so yeah expose them to everything you know so you want to really get them out there and stuff for grace and soccer the other day yeah and i mean you know i know he's not really probably going to like interact with too many kids and things like that but this is good for him it's good for him to see the other children what they're doing even just hearing them talking um and you know honestly i mean even them just saying kick the ball him going kicking the ball that he's learning from jump over the cone he's learning from that and then kick the ball in the goal and you know he's doing it so just having them say a direction and him follow that is a social skill you know yeah. he's not being awkward he's doing what he's supposed to do and that's going to take time for him to get it down independently and things like that but that was a great first start you know yeah and when we're talking about exposure therapy what we're talking about is slowly and gradually exposing the child to something that it's adversive to um, you know, so even soccer, when we go to soccer, you know, we spend a little bit of time there. Um, we don't necessarily stay the whole time and we try to expose them to a little bit longer time period each time we go back. Right. Um, so you're, you know, they may not be able to, you know, effectively tolerate, you know, a full hour long 
soccer class or, right. or practice, whatever. Um, they may only be able to handle 10 minutes. That doesn't mean they won't be able to handle an hour if you slowly expand in increments each week. Right. Uh, it's just like Grayson with his food therapy. You know, he doesn't like food. We're working particularly on bananas right now, but, you know, right now, just touch the banana. And, right, you know, we're working on now taking the banana and touching it to your lips. Don't even have to eat it or taste right. it. You're just touching it to your lips. Then once we have that mastered, we can then work, and work on him trying to take a bite. Um, and those are the, the best ways to overcome that. It's just like, you know, uh, and a lot of goals you might have in life. When you set really high goals um, and, you know, and don't break them down into smaller goals, it's going to make it a lot harder and it's going to look a lot more daunting to, to overcome that. Like, Definitely. You want to lose 50 pounds. It's in three months, you yeah. know, that's going to look like a lofty You have to be realistic, goal. yeah. So, you know, you're much more likely to reach that goal if you break that down into saying, hey, the next two weeks, I'm going to lose five pounds. Right. And then moving on from there. You know, small victories, and it's going to help build our confidence, too. Right. We'll be right back after a word from our show sponsors. Here at Building the Puzzle, we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays. Well, if you're in New Jersey, you're in luck. The speech paradigm has you covered. They're helping children overcome speech challenges all across New Jersey. They offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy. Please reach out to them. You can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com. You can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at the Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson and Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, they can be reached at Grayson-Company.myshopify.com as well as on Facebook and Instagram as well as Etsy. On Etsy, they can be found at Grayson and Company Toys. And now back to the show. And, you know, even with high-functioning children on the autism spectrum, um, they they struggle, too. Uh, they struggle with discomfort in social interactions. They don't know what to do. They do feel awkward. And, you know, I, I feel like, in my opinion, I feel as though social skills and social anxiety actually kind of go hand in hand in a way because a person who has social anxiety, they can be awkward too. They don't know what to do. They kind of get nervous, things like that. I mean, case just my po- opinion. Case in point myself. Yes. Sean has social anxiety. Sometimes yes. we'll be out, he'll drop things, things like that. But, you know, um, I get nervous sometimes too. It depends kind of what kind of situation I'm in. Um, it's it's rare, but it does happen to me. Um, I stutter, but a lot. I do social situations. I can't. Yeah, I can't choose my words right. Yeah. I just kind of sound stupid, honestly. Um, sometimes when I talk to people, I'm like, oh my god, you just sound so dumb. Like, what are you talking about? But it it is what it is. So you know, we also want to encourage parents out there to help build the social skills uh, through the activities like. Grayson doing soccer. Um, you know, there's tons of groups out there that they can get involved with. Um, you know, there's all different things. Um, 
Some are in the school, you know, setting. Some are not. Some are private programs. Some, um, you know, some places just have little community groups where kids get together, or parents get together with their kids. Yeah. You know, go to the playground or do whatever. Um, and it's just more, you know, practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. The more they're around people, the more they're going to learn and the more comfortable they're going to get with those um interactions but one thing that i want to encourage you guys to make sure you look at when you're deciding you know what kind of things you want them to get involved with to build those social skills is just trying to make sure it's a diverse group kids on different skill levels you know this way kids are learning from each other um you know and picking up things you know from more advanced kids in different areas and you know, like we all have strengths and weaknesses, so absolutely. Um, you know, and your kids learning that, you know, they're not the only one that's different. You know, all the kid, each one of the kids in the group is different right. in, in a different way. Right, and to them, they're different because they socialize. Yeah, it's, and it's and different it just, than just that. Yeah, it just helps them understand that everybody is different and kind of mm-hmm. teaches them that that aspect. So maybe they right. won't be quite as afraid when they're trying to interact with people for the first time right right and you know even as a child I mean myself um, you know I didn't really have being an only child I didn't really have a lot of people to other than school at home I mean my mom worked my dad was home but there wasn't too much social skills I mean I remember being a little a little kid and like literally just walking up to people everywhere like I could be on the beach and I'd be like, Mom, Dad, I'll be right back. They're like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to find a friend to play with. And I would just walk up to somebody. I would pick somebody out, and then I'd be like, I would just walk over and be like, do you want to play with me? Like, how else are you going to open that? You know, they're either going to say yes or no, and that's just what I did. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any other thoughts uh, on social skills? No, I do think that this is a very important topic, though. I do think that... If you start young and you just keep trying, it might take a while for them to understand and start really engaging on their own. Um, You know, that's what I'm looking for. Don't be, uh, don't be discouraged, you know, if it doesn't happen right away. Um, it might take, you know, 30, 20 times of you doing this over and over again before they actually get it. But always keep working on it because, you know, this is a part of life. Social skills, you have to have them. Um, and it's, it's very difficult if you struggle with that. So start young. Exposure therapy, like Sean said. Get the child out there. Even just, you know, if you can find, like, if they're younger, a mommy and me or a little thing that, you know, they can go and play with kids and you stay with them for an hour, whatever it may be. Yeah, uh, totally agree. Um, it's definitely very important. It could be s- slow going, but it's a, it's a really important skill that you know everybody needs to learn. Yeah, and work on. So um, we hope you got something out of the episode. Yes, Alex, why don't you tell them where they can find us? You guys can find us on Facebook. We have a group and a page under Building the Puzzle, and then we're on Instagram under Building the Puzzle also. Awesome. With that, for autism, building the puzzle, one piece at a time. I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. Signing off. Take care, everybody.
are building the puzzle, we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays. Well, if you're in New Jersey, you're in luck. The speech paradigm has you covered. They're helping children overcome speech challenges all across New Jersey. They offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy. Please reach out to them. You can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com. You can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson and Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, they can be reached at grayson-company.myshopify.com as well as on Facebook and Instagram as well as Etsy. On Etsy, they can be found at Grayson and Company Toys.